the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. For in-depth business and investing news, we are Business 1440, KYCR, Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. In the state of California, looking ahead to the election, redistricting has given advantages to Democrats who outnumber registered Republicans two to one statewide. One tried to change that as GOP congressional candidate, Rhonda Kennedy. She says she'd like to change a business climate in Ventura County. She says it would be beneficial for SpaceX to relocate there. We have the space. We have part of a military base that's not being used. That would be an easy expansion for them. We're closer to Vandenberg, and our tax structure is much lower than L.A. County. President Trump says he could have become very ill and might not have even recovered from COVID-19 had it not been for the experimental drugs that he took as part of his treatment. The president was interviewed yesterday on the Rush Limbaugh radio program on Wall Street Friday. The Dow was up by 151 points. This is SRN News. High school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in Minnesota knows... You can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love. If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, chances are you'd look good in stripes too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? Minnesota needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. That's highschoolofficials.com. Hi, this is Lee. And this is Matt from the Kingdom Builders. About 22 years ago, I remember doing my father's roof in Bloomington after a huge hailstorm had gone through. And now he just had me come out and take a look at his roof because he wants to make sure it's okay. 22 years old now. Most roofs in that time era were good for about 20, 25, maybe 30 years. So if you're looking to get an honest assessment on whether your 22-year-old roof is still good, give us a call. Yeah, Lee, I remember that storm too. And as I drive around Burnsville, uh, Bloomington, the South Metro, I see all of these roofs that replaced back in 1998. And it may be time for an assessment for us to come out and let you know if you have a year or three left or if now is a good time to get those shingles replaced. For an honest assessment on your roof or gutters, give us a call at 612-900-9166 or look us up on the web at thekingdombuilders.com. That's thekingdombuilders.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. The Wall Street Business Network is on the air. It's the King Banyan Show. 
as an educator and former legislator, Professor Banyan steps out of the classroom and onto the airwaves to break down the local and national economic news that matters to you. Just say what you got, man. It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Now, here's King Banyan. Good morning and welcome, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Beautiful October day. Thank you for being with us. You got lots of choices. This is one of those days where, if you're like me, this is one of those days where you want to be in the yard. Maybe you're raking, maybe you're mowing and mulching, maybe you are um, cleaning up the garage, uh, maybe getting some things put in place uh, because the garage becomes like the closest thing to outside you have for the winter months that are to come. And thank you so much for taking some of that time with us and at least uh, having us maybe in the background. Uh, I know some, for some of you, this is sort of like the study hour. And I've got things for you to study today. I've got uh, – this is one of those weeks where um, we we know we do jobs Saturday. I've got, uh, I've got some guests coming next week to talk about a particular topic that I'm personally fond of uh, quite a bit. I'm still in the process of trying to decide uh, whether or not I wish to – invest in an electric vehicle and i've heard good arguments on both sides of this and i want to get some more advice so we're going to bring back some guests to talk about that next week um we've got uh we've got uh, a bunch of data that will come in in the upcoming week there wasn't so much this week i will talk about some of that in a bit but also for just some reason this week is the week that we got a lot of information a lot of stories regarding um Regard, that uh, sort of illustrate basic economics for me in a way that, that I find really fascinating. The first one being, I posted this morning, Wyatt, if you're near the mic, um, I need to ask you, you, you of course know who Eddie Van Halen was, right? Yes. Okay, good. I was at uh, a pizza place on Tuesday night. Um, my wife had cataract surgery this week. I understand it's it's routine for everybody, but uh, anything involving uh, the medical profession with my wife is not routine. It's a, it's a moment of, of extreme terror. And so she said, in case the cataract surgery goes bad, I want to make sure I've had this particular pizza once before I go. Uh, so I had to take her to this pizza place. Uh, and we, we ate outside because we've only eaten outside. We've actually not eaten inside a restaurant since, since, uh, February. And, um, and it, um, of course, of course, you know, if we decide to eat, sit, sit outside at a restaurant, um, someone hits a dial someplace or a fader. And next thing you know, there's a rain cloud over us. Uh, so sure enough, it rained on our pizza. <laughs> But nonetheless, I'm sitting here. It's Tuesday night, and the music's on in the background, and it's wall-to-wall Van Halen, right? And I look over, and she looks at me, and she says, this sounds like the same artist. And I said, yes, sweetheart, it's Van Halen. She says, oh, yeah, he died today, didn't he? He says, yeah. I think it was actually last night. I think it was either Monday night or early Tuesday. But, yeah, he's gone. And, and and how old we had that conversation. Server comes by and says, who is this playing? And I said, it's Van Halen. And she said, oh. And Wyatt, honest to God, I looked around like, 
please tell me you've heard of Van Halen. <laughs> I, I I feel like you have to know who Van Halen was. I'm not. Saying, yeah. I mean, because even in my instance, I'm 22 years old, so it's not like I grew up with his music or sure. listened to his music. But I am still aware of who he was and what he did for music. It's kind of like Prince, even for instance. I never really listened to Prince, but you should be aware of who these people are and what they did for the industry. And for any of these artists that came up in the MTV era, um, there are instances, and particularly early MTV, before when they actually remembered that the M stood for music, um, rather than whatever the heck it stands for now. <laughs> um, maybe that's just me being a cranky old man, but because um, I'm certainly significantly older than you, Wyatt. But uh, I, you know, for me, on you know, in the old days, MTV featured among other things. Um, actual video of people playing their instruments, mm-hmm. and it wasn't much better to watch than Eddie Van Halen doing doing a guitar solo. Yeah, there just wasn't, and, and and there are some instances where you watch and you go like, "That's not humanly possible with a guitar." I played guitar for a while. I switched to bass in my high school years because I realized I was never going to be the lead guitarist in a band, and I really wanted to be in a band, so. I decided if I played bass, I might get into a band, and I did uh, through college. But, but you know, I know what good guitar playing is. You'd watch him; it's like, ah, oh, my fingers can't do that. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so, so, uh, and, and so, it's like. And by the way, same thing with Prince. Prince came up at a time where, where from time to time, you think of Prince as, the, as a songwriter, you think of Prince as an actor, you think of him as a singer. He was a really, really, really good guitarist, and yeah. you—if you go back and dig around that some of the early MTV stuff, you will see videos of him playing and go, "Wow, that's really, really good." Well, um, well as far as the Van Halen thing goes, what's impressive about him—I don't know what the truth is to this—but I've heard he didn't even know how to read music. I don't know if you've heard that as well. I have, but I, I don't know what the truth is in that or to what extent. But it—it's pretty incredible to do some of the things that he did and he doesn't even know how to read music. Yeah, it, it, it is. I mean, I mean, I know people play by ear. I got raised uh, on, so I said I played guitar. I actually, guitar was my second instrument. I grew up uh, training on violin I and, and actually spent a fair amount of time thinking I might, I might actually go to college in music uh, as a violinist, Not never as a guitarist. Guitar was just for fun. Um. There are a lot of people that learned to play play violin through a Suzuki method where they really didn't have to read music. Um, there was almost an anti-music reading era. Anyway, let me go back to why did I bring up Van Halen? Now, Wyatt, have you ever heard this story? Van Halen would have tours, and their tours would involve these humongous sets. Okay, lots of lots of artists in the musical artists in the seventies and eighties. When you went to see a concert of theirs. It was a show, and what the set that they came with was part of the attraction for you to go see the show. Because you don't go to a large stadium to hear music because you're going to have a lovely, intimate experience. No, you're <laughs> going to get you're going to get this tremendous show, right? And those of you that watched Rocket Man last year and saw the sets that uh, Elton John used to produce his shows, like that, right? So Van Halen is famous for 
having these contracts, um, contracts that were very detailed on how this show was to be set up and what was needed for their equipment to work. And so uh, Thursday uh, this week, uh, I'm happy to refer to him uh, as uh, as uh, more than an acquaintance. I wouldn't. I don't know that Tim Tim would call me a friend, but we certainly know each other fairly well. Tim Taylor, who is at McAllister and is the uh, managing editor of the Journal of Economic Perspectives, once writes this wonderful blog. If you like me talking about economics and you say, "What could I? What could I do?" to learn more. Let me highly recommend Tim's blog. It's called Conversable Economist. Conversable, C-O-N-V-E-R-S-A-B-L-E, conversableeconomist.blogspot.com. It's a tremendous blog. I love his blog. He posted the No Brown M&M story. Their contract, among other things, would say, would say, you know, the artists in the in the uh, dressing room will insist on having M&Ms, but there must be no brown M&Ms in the bowl. Sounds crazy, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Doesn't it? Yeah. But, but, Wyatt, I, here's why do you do it? Because you want to make sure the people actually read the contract. And, and there's an interview. Uh, actually, I think the interview is with David Lee Roth, the lead singer, not, not Eddie Van Halen. But... Um, but um, but I think the interview was with, with Roth, um, and they talked about the contract writers. He says, contract writer read like a version of the Chinese Yellow Pages because there was so much equipment and so many human beings to make it function. So just as a little test, in the technical aspect of the writer would say, Article 148, there will be 15 amperage voltage sockets at 20-foot spaces evenly provided 19 amperes, and that kind of thing. In Article Number Twenty One Twenty Six, in the middle of nowhere, there was there will be no brown M and M's in the backstage area upon pain of forfeiture of the show with full compensation. Which means, if I find a brown M M&M, and M, we can walk off the set, and not do the show, and you still have to send me my 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 fee. Right? You still have to <laughs> yeah. send me my full payment. Uh-huh. Right? So, so, um. David, I think, yeah, is this, yeah, it is David Lee Roth in his autobiography, writes about about uh, the fact that that they would throw a, a hissy fit when they would see the, the M&Ms. But their, their point was, if they left the brown M&Ms in the jar, it probably meant they didn't pay attention to any of these other details. And he says, look, it can ruin the entire show and it can be dangerous even to us because what happens if the set falls? So here's the story. And I'm going to read you this quickly from, from, uh, um, from the uh, p- from this uh, piece that uh, Tim's posted, the folks in Pueblo, Colorado, at the university, so that's UC Pueblo, took the contract rather kind of casual. They had one of these new rubberized bouncy basketball floorings in their arena. They hadn't read the contract and weren't sure really about the weight of this production. This thing weighed like the business end of a 747. I came backstage. I found some brown M&Ms. I went into full Shakespearean. What is this before me? You know, with the skull in one hand, and promptly trashed the dressing room. Dumped the buffet, kicked a hole in the door, $12,000 worth of fun. The staging sank through their floor. They didn't even bother to look at the weight requirements or anything. And this, and this sank through their new flooring and did $80,000 worth of damage to the arena floor. The whole thing had to be replaced. It came out in the press that I discovered brown M&Ms and did $85,000 worth of damage to the backstage area. Well, who am I to get in the way of a good rumor? <laughs> where where was this at? 
U, uh, University of Colorado at Pueblo. Okay. So I don't know what year that was. I mean, it, it obviously, it obviously was more than ten years ago. But um, it's it's um, it's a story, right? To make sure people write con- read the contracts and enforce the contracts, this is their, this was their way of finding out whether or not the technicians setting up their stuff. Because when the show would come to town, it's not the band and not their own roadies setting everything up because you needed so many people to set up the set. The contract would say, hey, Arena, you have to go hire a bunch of people to set our setup for us, and they have to follow these very explicit instructions for this thing to work. Aren't contracts amazing? That's how markets can work, right? That's how a market can work for you. That's why Tim posted this thing and why I – it's one of the reasons why I find sometimes capitalism to be a pure remarkable thing because what would have ha- – would this have ever happened in a socialist country? Absolutely not. God bless you, Eddie Van Halen. Uh, may you play guitar. May you play guitar in eternity. We'll be right back after this King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Whoa, look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Business 1440. Top shelf choices include TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com, our free app, and Radio.com. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to BambooHR.com slash HR. This is a limited offer, only available to radio listeners at BambooHR.com slash HR. That's BambooHR.com slash HR. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. Think you can't afford life insurance? Think again. You might be surprised at how affordable it can be. 80% of Americans overestimate the cost of life insurance. 
Maybe it's time to swap a few small expenses for some big peace of mind. Life insurance can protect what matters most, and it's the right thing to do. Let's talk today. For details, contact Pamela McCarthy, agent at the Pam McCarthy Agency, Inc. Call 651-460-3333. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin, 53783. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at minneapolis.salemsurround.com. It's a beautiful morning. That's a good cut. Thank you. Welcome back. King Daniel Show, Business 1440. One thing about my office, I should tell you. Okay, so I broadcast from my office here at St. Cloud State University. By the way, King Daniel Show, Business 1440. Thank you for listening today. 651-289-4477. I don't know, I don't know that I've ever expressed, uh, and I know John, uh, John, our operations manager here at, uh, at Salem Broadcasting, who's I think been uh, pressed into service today uh, at a, one of the other uh, Salem properties, um, but um, uh, he's been up here and 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 seen this view and why it someday we have to have you up here too to see it uh, as well. I don't get a you know I'm dean of the School of Public Affairs here and um, so I have I, I should tell you since this is the month in which people are looking for colleges. Um, we have four departments, uh, about 900 students, about 50 faculty here at the, here on within the larger St. Cloud State University. My building is one that that abuts the Mississippi River. In my view, is two plate glass windows on the third floor, the top floor of our building, overlooking the Mississippi River, looking to the east. It's like one of the best views on campus. I'm scared to death that the president of our university will come in my office one day, take a look, and it's like, you know what? Why am I looking at a park when I can look at a river? King, you're moving. Um, I mean, seriously, I'm deathly afraid of that. And um, and have been ever since I moved up here. Uh, anyway, I um, I uh, looked at... I, I, one drawback to this, on beautiful mornings like today... The sun is shining, and as I mentioned, I've got the I've got the river over here. I'm on the west side of the river, so the sun beats in here like nobody's business. And right now, I can't even keep the shades open because otherwise, I wouldn't be able to see any of the screens I have up on my on my computer because it is uh, it is that it is that that difficult right now. Uh, anyway, six five one two eight nine four four seven seven on here on business fourteen forty. Uh, I typically during this first hour do economic news of the week. There isn't a whole heck of a lot in the week after Job Saturday that comes out that moves markets, unless Job Saturday happens late enough in the in the uh, first week of the month, so that I can get some of the inflation data in. So I don't have a whole lot here. Um, uh, continuing claims uh, fell about a million. There are a lot of people making noise right now. I want to talk about this for a second. And I've been saying this as well. There are a lot of people making noise about what's going on regarding the 
the uh, continuing claims, initial claims for unemployment insurance, these numbers continue to continue to decline. I have been um, I've been tweeting about this for a while, uh, and let me uh, let me go pull up this um, go pull up this information. I tweeted out to you yesterday at pound KBRS a, a, a piece yesterday morning a piece uh, from uh, Tim Dwy, who's a uh, forecaster economist at the University of Oregon, uh, titled, Should We Trust the Initial Claims Data? Uh, because there's a lot of data out there that's indicating um, that the economy is moving along, it's doing well. Let me even give you the story of, what, of, of how that looks. I want to play, I'm going to warn you, Wyatt, this is the second cut from him. Larry Kudlow yesterday, yesterday, on uh, on uh, uh, Varney and Company on Fox Business, talks about how much momentum the administration is making the case for the Trump administration making the case for in terms of growth in the in the fourth quarter. Let's play that second cut from Kudlow, please. We're going to get a lot of momentum going into Q4. Here's why: retail sales strong, consumer strong. Autos are so strong, Stuart. Uh, auto sales are rising so rapidly that the car makers are probably going to have to go into extra shifts in order to increase inventory to meet the demand out of production. That means more workers call back, more overtime for the American middle class blue collar workforce. And uh, that's going to trickle through to family income, right? Wages equals family income. And looking at the levels, the end of the uh, third quarter, September, we're jumping off into October. It's a very significant move. So I, I heard that, and I actually played it for myself two or three times last night to be sure I'd heard him right. It is interesting to me that the emphasis from from those who say the economy is doing well has been looking at income data and wage data. The reason I find that interesting is is the wage data has been kind of mixed. Again, we talk about a K-shaped recovery. Those who actually have jobs are doing well. So the auto industry, he's right. It's doing really well. Retail sales, yes, people are buying stuff at pretty significant rates. And he therefore says we must have run down inventories to the extent that we're going to see a resurgence of inventories over the next, over the next few uh, weeks. Now, I don't know that that's in fact true. I keep looking, I keep looking around for data on inventories. But what I, when I look at the retail sales data, I didn't think it was as as positive as he suggested and i'm i'm more inclined to go with the idea that that there's something something deeper happening right now and the way that shows up is by looking at that continuing claims information which has been done by tim dwy and i will uh, mention it again and so he's compared those two series and if you look at the data we there's two different bits of data there's initial claims, which comes out as a weekly basis, and we always report that. It means someone has just filed in the last week, or actually a week before, the week before last, 
for a, a new claim or initial claim for unemployment insurance. And then continuing claims just means they filed previously, but they filed again this week to continue their to continue getting their un, unemployment insurance payment. Now, let's compare that, says Dwight, to the number that that I'm a huge fan of, which is called called uh, JOLTS. That's a acronym for Job Openings and Labor Turnover Survey. Within JOLTS, we a- we actually get the gross flows of people who are are finding work, the number of job openings, and then on the late labor turnover side, that's the finding rate, the hiring rate. But then also the separation rate, the number of people who are losing jobs. But there are different ways you can lose jobs. You can quit. And we've talked about the fact that the quit rate had picked up a little bit, although it seems to have backed off a titch just now. But on the other hand, take a look at layoffs and take a look at layoffs and discharges. A layoff is, means just temporarily you're out of work, but you're expecting to go back to that company. A discharge is just a different word for you're permanently laid off or you've been fired. Okay? And if you look at that data, if you look at that data, what happens is initial claims looks way too high compared to the number of, of discharges and layoffs. Um, I think, as Dwight does, that the initial claims data is just giving you really bad information right now. It's too high relative to all the other information we have. I tend to be on the high side or the optimistic side still of looking at this. And so when someone tells me, well, initial claims was still up over 800,000, it's like, yeah, but who are they? What's going on right there? But the point is that you're just getting, needless to say, says, says Tim, the, the, Tim Dwy, not, uh, not Tim Taylor, as I mentioned in the last, last segment, Tim Dwyer says the layoffs and discharges series is telling us a wildly different story than the claims data. And and as you look and see what the expectation is in terms of growth, right now you'd have to say that the U.S. data uh, is actually there's some most economists the consensus forecast is on average GDP for the entire year of 2020 is going to fall by 4.4%. But those who are putting more emphasis on this, and I've played, I don't have any of him today, but Jan Hatzius at Goldman Sachs, Goldman Sachs is saying GDP is going to be up 35% in the third quarter and fairly strong in the fourth quarter. They kind of agree with Kudlow. And for them, the overall year-over-year growth rate, uh, uh, fourth quarter over fourth quarter for 2020, is likely to be a decline of, of 3.5%, which is significant in the United States, but it's less than every place. It, it is a smaller decline than every place in the world, save China, which had all the, all the impact in Q1 and has actually been able to grow still, although their growth rate's not going to be their normal 5 or 6%. But uh, if you look at the world forecast, it's, they're going to be somewhere in the twos which is going to look awesome compared to everybody else. But U.S. growth, at least according to many, to, to Goldman Sachs, is probably going to be 1%. The decline is going to be 1% less if you believe rather than all this unemployment insurance stuff and the fact that, oh, there's all these workers who are leaving the, leaving the labor force. 
here's what I think, and I know I'm going a little over my normal spot here, but here, let, let me finish this thought. I think if you were someone in your in your late 50s or early 60s who has managed to have a decent portfolio, the market came back, you had like a three-week roller coaster of, oh, my gosh, and then, you know, so, so like, like hitting a pocket of turbulence where it's significant enough that you feel like your stomach just jumped up into your throat. And then it's come back, and basically we're probably going to end the year on the stock market based on what we're seeing right now about where we were at the beginning of the at the beginning of the year and I'm going to get Jack to your question about well how can that happen if we think Biden's going to win and all this bad stuff's going to happen I'll talk about that too um but if you think that you know if you're in that position I think what's happening with the difference between these numbers is people around the ages of 60 to 65 and maybe even a little bit further who have been separated from their positions are looking and saying, I'm pr- "This is probably where I get off the where I get off the train, right here." I think those quits are translating into retirements. I think those retirements are are probably going to end up weighing on uh, the market in some extent because I think there's going to be a lot of redemptions of mutual funds and so forth as they start to fund annuities and other means of assuring themselves of an income stream for what's likely to be a 30-year, 35-year window. Um, They might be accepting a little less of a life than they had before, but they've decided if I have to hunker down for the next two years because I'm concerned about the virus, maybe this is where I stop working rather than rather than continuing to try to find a job and then putting up with having to wear masks everywhere and and social distancing and telework and all that all that stuff. Could that be what's happening in the market right now? And what would that mean if that was true? We'll be back after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. How'd you like to eliminate your expensive cable bill forever or get new satellite internet where cable can't go? Well, now you can have affordable satellite internet service for a few dollars a day. All you need is a mini satellite installed, and you can have unlimited internet connections wirelessly in your home or office. And no cable boxes means unlimited connections and no clutter. You can surf the internet or stream any of your favorite television services with no cable. And the best part is, satellite internet service costs only a few dollars a day for your entire home. Yes, fast internet to surf or stream television for a few bucks a day. Call now for free details and learn how to drop your expensive cable bill. 800-430-8761-800-430-8761-800-430-8761. That's 800-430-8761. Did you know my mom's going to have a baby? She is. Will it be a boy? Or will it be a girl? We don't know yet, but we heard the heartbeat, and my dad said this is going to be someone very special. 
You mean like being a president? Or maybe a doctor. Well, probably maybe like a singer or dancer, I think. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. We know that every baby is a miracle and has the potential to do great things. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. We're here with another satisfied JTR Roofing customer. What did your home need? We needed an exteriors update. We needed roofing, siding, um, entry doors, and our storm doors replaced. Why did you choose JTR Roofing? After meeting with their sales team and looking at the products that we're offering, as well as the warranty, it was an easy choice to choose JTR. What did you think of the work JTR did? The job was completed in a timely manner. The crews were very professional and the workmanship was outstanding. We didn't have any surprises along the way or on our final bill. JTR was very knowledgeable and made it very comfortable from start to finish. Our house looks great. We received multiple compliments from friends and family. I was 100% satisfied with the work from JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com to set up your no-obligation consultation. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. Business 1440. Just to dig into jolts just a little bit more, just to, just to be sure I've got this. Jo- job openings and labor turnover survey. It is, it is the one I comb um, about as much as I comb the, uh, the, jobs, the jobs Saturday uh, jobs reports. Job openings for August. Six and a half million. Here are the numbers that mattered most to me. Quitters, the number of people who quit, fell by 139,000. So maybe that quit rate was temporary, but I think it's still happening. Number of layoffs increased by 272,000 in the month of August. 272,000. Remember, initial claims are coming in at the 800,000 per week range. 800,000 per week. So 272,000 quitting in or being laid off in a month can't be all of that. It's not clear to me that the, again, there's just a divergence in those data that doesn't make a whole heck of a lot of sense that I, that, that concerns me. If I look around the rest of the data, um, if I look around the rest of the data, uh, mortgage rates, they were down. They briefly are touched below. Uh, they, you know, they they briefly touched below three percent. Um, I the the show before me does a lot talk about mortgages. I'm not really in that business. I will say, if you've noticed, the ten year Treasury bond rate has gone up this past week. That typically trickles into raising mortgage rates with a little bit of a lag. So if you're thinking of buying a house or refinancing your house or getting a um, home equity line of credit to do some work on your house, 
might want to do it soon. I'll leave it at that. Um, I can't tell you. I can't tell you what what more is going to happen there. The only other one I'd mention is the uh, Institute of Supply Management, the Purchasing Manager in Index for Services, was up more than expected. It was it, okay. Um, let me remind what happened here, right? In July, we had a massive reopening, and that reopening leads ISM's number to go very positive. It was 58.1 in July. And then fell in August, in part because we had some places begin to reimpose uh, restrictions because they started to see little outbreaks of COVID. The ISM number is up to 57.8. It'll be interesting to see what the October number comes in because we've seen some more reimpositions during the month of September. It's interesting to me about whether or not that's whether or not that number stays strong. In the report, respondents' comments remain mostly optimistic about business conditions in the economy, which which correlates directly to those businesses that are operating. There continues to be capacity and logistics issues as business volumes increase. Projects that have been on hold due to COVID, according to this report, are beginning to be considered to restart. So Kudlow's view of this has been interesting. And let me, let me then say, we heard two other things this week that would indicate that on the other side, those that are looking at the 800, 800K a week of initial claims and who are saying, boy, I don't think the economy is doing really well, they're still out there. This, let me get this cut in right, right now. This is James Gorman. He is the CEO of Morgan Stanley. He was on um, uh, CNBC earlier this, I think this is CNBC earlier this week, um, talking, about, talking about the need for stimulus, and he says this. Well, what do we know? We know we, know we have a lot of uncertainty. We have a, a, a pretty fractious presidential election. We have an economy that's healing. Uh, we don't yet have a vaccine for COVID. We have global trade issues, particularly between the US and China. Uh, we have uh, much higher unemployment than we had a year ago. And we had a lot of emerging consumer credit, small business credit, uh, and potential state and city credit issues over the next year or two. That's what we know. That's a lot, okay? So fighting that is low interest rates, good. Fighting that is we're recovering from the bottoms, good. And fighting that is that the governments need to step in, which they're doing all over the world, including I just saw the Australian government. My old country did something, I think, last night or the night before. That's good. But I would not be shy in providing that support if I were the government. This is not the time to intellectualize this. This economy needs to get back on track and needs stimulus to help it. And you've been hearing that up and down, up and down the uh, universe of uh, financial commentators. Uh we, we, we'd have to have stimulus. And so on Twitter, Jack has indicated, um, Jack has asked this question. How can the politicians argue they can pass oodles of new regulations, raise business taxes, and expect the economy to rise and people to be better off? I've been hearing a lot of this lately. And I said it's bad business reporting. The market really at this moment, I think, is looking no further than the, about a week or two or maybe even a month or two out to think about what's coming next. And what really helped the most 
What really helped them the most was the fact that you had quarters around the around the uh, uh, um, around the uh, Washington area, basically saying we're going to do stimulus. We know, okay, this is being recorded on this is live. I'm doing this on Saturday. We know on Tuesday night, after coming back from Walter Reed and seeing what negotiations were between between uh, Secretary uh, uh, Steve Mnuchin, the uh, the Treasury the Treasury Secretary and Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi, President Donald Trump tweets out, "All right, everybody, stop." The deal you're negotiating with Pelosi is no good. We can we can we'll wait till after the election. Pelosi's people were like, "That's fine with us," because we kind of think we're going to win, and you're going to be in a weaker place, and you'll give us a better deal on November fourth than you give us on November second. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, I, I. I don't know. I mean, there's no telling what this guy will do. But I said, look, in any negotiation with someone in real estate, there's at least three or four times where you say, well, everything's broken down. Nothing's going to happen. You know, they pound the table. They walk out of the room. That's it. This deal's off. And. I always compare it to when my five-year-old wanted to announce that she was independent of us, and so she packs a suitcase, says, I'm leaving, starts to walk out the door, and every every other step, you can just see the kind of look back to see, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And of course, at some point, I mean, because I was that five-year-old once, and my parents have never let me forget that I was that five-year-old. So I kind of know what happens next. There's a point where you get down the street and realize they're not going to react, and you have to decide, am I really going to go through with this, or am I going to turn around and come back? Um, I won't tell you how it turned out in my case or in my daughter's case, but I can tell you how it worked in, uh, in, in the president's case. They came back. This was Larry Kudlow again. This is the first cut, Wyatt. This is Larry Kudlow. Yesterday morning, as rumors started to spread around D.C. that perhaps they wanted to do a deal after all. This is Larry Kudlow yesterday morning on Varney and Company on Fox Business. Yeah, I can tell you what's up to date here at the White House. The president has just recently met with Chief of Staff Mark Meadows and Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin. Mr. Mnuchin expects to be speaking with Speaker Pelosi shortly this afternoon. The president has approved a revised package. He has approved a revised package. He would like to do a deal. Now, they all they've given you is a detail on what it would contain. Everything else, so I'm just going to say, everything else that's in, in the cut, I, we've cut out about three minutes of Cudlow here, and I've given you only the two best parts of it. Everything else is negotiable. The only other detail they showed, and I'm reading this now from this morning's Wall Street Journal, Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin presented to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi a proposal of more than $1.8 trillion on Friday in the largest bid the Trump administration has made to Democrats over months of talks. Now, the Democrats passed a bill in the last 10 days at $2.2 trillion. 
I know if you went back and listened to our archives here on, on business for business, 1440, you go to twin cities, and look for the podcast. You will hear me say they're going to find a number. There's a way to negotiate. The bargaining range is now $400 billion. What do you think markets are doing? They're looking at it and saying, woohoo, we're going to get some more. We're going to get some more stimulus. James Gorman's going to be a happy guy. Oh, it should be more. It should be less. Look, you're going to get, you're going to get a substantial piece of the loaf. What's going to be in it? They're still hashing it out right now, but they're pretty happy folks. I'll be back after this with more on The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Stay tuned for more of The King Banyan Show here on Business 1440. Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. Arby's Computer Service. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony I'm Madrid. Staff Sergeant Smith Cal. I'm Staff Sergeant Alex. I'm Staff Stevens. Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I'm proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I'm proud to be a member. And I'm proud to serve in the United States. And I am proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com. How do you define strength? Is it physical? Or is it mental? Maybe it's both. Maybe it's whatever empowers a person to dig deeper, fight harder, and overcome obstacles that once seemed insurmountable. Discover how much stronger and more confident your children can be. Encourage them to participate in a sport when they go to high school. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. In an era of fake news and misleading headlines, turn to a leader in accurate reporting, townhall.com. Get caught up with today's top stories, find brilliant commentary from our columnists, and have a laugh with our political cartoons at townhall.com. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. We were going to write something flashy about streaming us at Radio.com. But considering how easy it is to do, we'll keep it simple, too. Listen to Business 1440 at Radio.com. Hot 
Welcome back, King Banyan Show Business 1440. I want to make sure I highlight this tweet to you, but if you are a listener to the King Banyan Show here on Business 1440, I want you to, I, I'm not going to force you to go to Twitter, right? Because, yeah, I would say 99% of Twitter is accessible. There, you can use filters, however, to find the 1%. And part of the 1% is uh, by finding us using the hashtag pound KBRS. It is our Twitter feed. It pretty much is only stuff related to this show, King Banyan Radio Show, that I can see. And I want to read you something that was posted by uh, regular listener and commenter Don four minutes ago. Um, Lynn, another listener, had talked about uh, uh, people where they're working, uh, looking to retire uh, uh, earlier than planned. Don responded, consistent with my next door neighbor, early 60s, laid off, thinking about this as his work exit. And then adds, and this is this is the part I need people to hear, neighbor across street, fire table company, company sales, record year, trying to hire more workers at all levels. Look, the entire housing market boom is the result of the fact that if you're going to spend more time in your home, you're going to spend more money on your home. Right? If I'm going to be stuck in the house this winter, 12 hours, 14 hours a day, because, frankly, I'm not going to go out to a restaurant, I'm not going to go to the movies, I'm not going to go to the theater, I'm, re- I'm probably going to watch church online. If I'm going to do that, I'm going to make sure that the house is comfortable, and maybe I'll even build that little addition, and maybe I will put a spa out back to hop so I can run outside, hop in my spa and run back in or a sauna or something like that. Maybe I'll do something like that. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. I got, I've got some ideas for what I'd like to do with, the, with our house. But given that uh, I think we've decided we don't want to leave our neighborhood, because I love where I live here in St. Cloud. I really do. Um, we've been there. We've been in this house for over 20 years. We love the place. Um, it's big. It's bigger than we need, but not so much bigger that we're like dying to keep it all clean. So yeah, when I do that, you can see this happening. And so it helps the Home Depots and Menards. It helps the it helps the construction business and the con- subcontractors and and the home improvement folks. Um, there are lots of places being helped. Lots of places not being helped. But I want to make one more point about this, and it sort of relates back to Jack's question: How can the market be going up? What you want is certainty. That certainty can be the election of either candidate. Regardless, you have a preference for which candidate you want. Chances are you have a preference. Or you may be rooting for SMOD 2020, Sweet Meteor of Death. Um, but you ha- the more you know how likely it is that one or the other candidate wins the more certain you are of how you can invest. And the market craves this kind of certainty. This is why I think the market's attitude has largely been, been and it was well expressed uh, yesterday on a, on, in his weekly newsletter, uh, David Bonson from the Bonson Group, uh, as the, the, the new normal six words. Don't just stand there, do something. Now, I'm of the mind that oftentimes those words lead to real trouble where my temptation is to tell government 
Don't do something. Stand there. Wait. Get more information. Consider whether or not this problem is going to solve itself without your help. Consider whether or not your help is, in fact, not going to help. But we've reached the point where no one wants to hear this. Nobody wants to hear this. I'm going to play this this piece twice. This is Jay Powell giving testimony uh, on uh, Wednesday to uh, Congress about what needs to happen. Let's play Jay Powell quickly. We're going to play him again after the break. The expansion is still far from complete. At this early stage, I would argue that the risks of policy intervention are still asymmetric. Too little support would lead to a weak recovery, creating unnecessary hardship for households and businesses. Over time, household insolvencies and business bankruptcies would rise, harming the productive capacity of the economy and holding back wage growth. By contrast, the risks of overdoing it seem, for now, to be smaller. Even if policy actions ultimately prove to be greater than needed, they will not go to waste. The recovery will be stronger and move faster if monetary policy and fiscal policy continue to work side by side to provide support to the economy until it is clearly out of the woods. He's not going to just stand there. He's going to do something. And he's asking for fiscal policy support. In a world like that, Jack, why wouldn't the market just go up? Because it just knows there's going to be more and more cash floating through the stock market. And it's going to support prices. It's going to create some imbalances. And in the next hour, we'll talk more about what those imbalances are going to be. We'll be back after this. You are listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. The phone ring. If you owe back taxes, there's a lot you need to know, starting with rule number one. Don't mess with the IRS. They are cracking down this year by sending out heart-stopping letters, actively garnishing paychecks, levying bank accounts, and putting liens on homes and businesses. That's all true, but it's also true there's a way out. It's called the Fresh Start Initiative, an important government program for tax debt assistance. It's one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered, so now's the time. You could qualify for tax relief that saves you thousands, even tens of thousands. Nobody knows this program like the award-winning experts at Optima Tax Relief. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and will fight to get you the best deal possible. Don't mess with the IRS. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Here are the facts. Your business needs leads and sales. There are potential customers online right now looking for what you do. Will they find you or your competitor? You need Salem Surround. Having to do your own digital marketing while trying to manage your business, well, there's just not enough time in the day. You need Salem Surround. You're doing all you can to market your business, but are you sure you have the right strategy or seeing a great return on investment? You need Salem Surround. The marketing team here at Salem Surround is ready to help your business now. We'll design a plan that targets potential customers with proven marketing strategies, using everything in our toolkit to work for you. Digital, audio, mobile, even audience-engaging contests and promotions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. 
Look, it's a great question. And maybe you know the typical family saves $500 a month switching to MediShare. But does it work? That's what Catherine was wondering when her family of five made the switch, and then she was diagnosed with an advanced cancer. Just the surgeon's bill was 100000 The first call that I made to MediShare, I was prayed with and prayed for, and there were just no problems at all. I mean, we just have not had any problems. So her need was met. And MediShare is a community of Christians who've now shared more than $4 billion of each other's health care bills. So many people are joining now wondering, why didn't we do this sooner? Catherine says her family has saved so much over the years. The savings have been thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. So yes, it works. Find out how much you can save. It's easy. You can call now and get a price within two minutes. Here's the number. 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE. 